1: around the circle that's the trouble around here talk 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 it is now thursday june 30th 2022 today is the birthday of my youngest riley also jeff robertson shout out to jeff and yet all we're still talking about after a magical sunday for Ole miss sports in general not just in baseball is Old Miss baseball winning a national championship, recruiting things too, a bunch of stuff. And he's David Johnson. He writes for Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 247 Sports. I'm Ben Garrett. I write for the Old Miss Spirit, affiliate of On3. David, the parade, the Swayze Field ceremony, people packed it out. How you doing?
2: Not good, Ben. Ben, you, uh, you forgot my birthday's Monday, man.
1: Well, I was going to get there. I was going to get like to the end and say, and also, happy birthday, my friend. Oh, yeah, sure you are. Yeah. I got hey, it. David. Yeah. I, I when's it. my birthday? I'm going to let that slide this
2: time. Uh, when's your birthday? Ben, your birthday is in August.
1: Well, I knew yours was in July. That's not the
2: point. Was <laughs> well, I was right about August, wasn't it?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm that? not a thoughtful friend. I'm sorry. It, I just don't hey, remember birthdays.
2: You, oh no, 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 man. You get a, you get a get out of jail free card. Man, I'm still high from uh, Sunday's national championship win. I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, just sky high. What an amazing time to to just live in Oxford, Mississippi. That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm just—I I still struggle to find the words for it, and I don't know that anybody has has really yet painted the picture in the correct words to sum up just how big
1: this is. But you can't. No it's one can true. sum it up for everybody. It's individual experiences. For me, it was spending the final outs with my childhood friends who I grew up dreaming about an Ole Miss national title with to being on the field and celebrating with people that I deal with on a day-to-day basis and seeing them fulfill their dreams and the experience is something completely different to somebody else. Here's what I haven't figured out yet, David, and you being the pragmatic one of the relationship between Ben and David, the friendship. What's the next story? Because the passage of time is going to happen one way or the other, regardless of what we want. You can't just stop time because Ole Miss has done it and won a national title. Life keeps happening. So from the Ole Miss fan perspective, what is the most imminent story i got to pay attention to?
2: Yeah, you know, and and I've thought about that a little bit just because, you know, the folks below us down there in Starkville won one in 2021. And 2022 had to be a nightmare scenario for them. Um, They sat at home while their arch rival routed their way to a national title. Uh, things change quickly in sports, right? We saw how quickly the the you know, projection, the the the, the complexion, if you will, of the Ole Miss baseball program changed from the end of May to the end of June. A one hundred and eighty degree turnaround if there ever was one. You know, so nothing, everything in sports and life is sweetie. There's no doubt about that. God damn, my neighbor's outside with the leaf blower. I'm sure you can hear that.
1: I couldn't hear but it, but uh, now I want to know your neighbor. What's his name?
2: He's uh, uh, some Hawaiian guy, and I'm not sure what his name is. But uh, his son was actually a walk-on on the Ole Miss football team for a year or two. Uh, but anyway, he lives in Arkansas and Hawaii. And he comes back and fires up the leaf blower every six weeks or so.
1: Well, I'm glad today today while we're doing a podcast, because what David does when we record is he goes outside. I'm sitting in a nice home little cushy closet of an office, and I call David, who is just enjoying life on his back porch with the birds and everything. So I think the elements add to it. At this point, if you didn't have a leaf blower, if you didn't have birds, I don't know if it would sound the same. I don't know if it would feel right.
2: Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of patina on me and my podcasting for sure. But my point being is, is look, all glory is fleeting. Somebody a lot smarter than me said that a long, long time ago. And, um, you know, so yeah, there is that to think about, you know, you gotta, you gotta do it again next year or some people will be disappointed, but, um, Nobody can ever take this away from you. This is like busting your tail, delivering pizza for four years, eating ramen noodles and crackers, and finally getting that college degree. Nobody can ever take it away from you, period. And nobody can ever take this away from the old Miss Rebels. So that is the part that you, uh, you relish in. For me, just, you know, you're talking about it, it means something different to everybody. For me, it's very simple. I had always wondered what it would have been like to have been alive in the late fifties and the early sixties and Ole Miss football being the best in the nation and winning national championships. I had been deprived of that, of uh, that of my life, you know, for 51 years. Now I've got a little taste of what that feels like and I like it. Man, I like it. I love it. And this is, um, it's just been a hell of a ride. And, and, you know, all thanks to Mike Bianco and the Ole Miss baseball team for that, they all got to hook on and they pulled every one of us across the finish line. I mean, to me, that is just amazing. And, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen What you know, we're about to flip the page to full blown football, 24 hours a day. And, um, you know, this team's got potential. It's got issues, some issues, but it's got potential and it's got a great head coach and Lane Kiffin. So, you know, I believe things come in droves and winning is contagious. 21 women's golf, 22 baseball. Football team is coming off a Sugar Bowl berth. There's all kinds of incredible portal talent that is going to be melded into the soup, so to speak. I'm excited to see what they do. And a schedule, Ben, that we could look up and they could be 7-0 and headed to Baton Rouge.
1: I don't want to be lost. <clears throat> I don't want this to be lost in this moment in that just one of these things, the Sugar Bowl, and the National Championship is a far a far more consequence and significance than the Sugar Bowl. Because at the end of it... 1,000% yeah, correct, yes. The Sugar Bowl is an exhibition game with a participation trophy. The national championship means you're the best of the best. You won it all. You are number one. So I'm not trying to put them on even levels or whatever. Point is, it used to be getting one of those was a once-in-a-lifetime thing for Ole Miss fans. Oh, if Ole Miss could just win the Sugar Bowl or get back in the Sugar Bowl, the Ole Miss Bowl again, I would die happy. Yeah. If Ole Miss can just win a national championship of one of the big three sports, I could die happy. And yet, here they are, and in one calendar year, within months of each other, they've done those two things. And now, as Ole Miss fans, I feel like they're warranted in believing that Ole Miss is no longer the little school that can, that can maybe do one of the two and let you die happy. They can do this pretty regularly. But the question now is... What is the big Ole Miss story? Because we're we're in a day and age where Ole Miss wins a national championship on Sunday and Jaden Rashadic, you know, signs a huge NIL deal with Miami and Ole Miss fans and all of us, our attention span, immediately flips to the next thing. What is the next thing right now? I feel like we're in the dog days. That's what I was kind of getting at. I mean, I feel like we're in the dog days of summer. What do we do? Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, the next thing is, uh, you know, it's football season. Believe it or not, it's football season. I mean, we've got, uh, you know, it's going to be July tomorrow. And we got the first two weeks of July that I'll, I'll agree, dog days of summer. But Lane Kiffin's going to step to the podium in Atlanta at SEC Media Days on July 18th. And from that point forward, it's on. It's football. And, um, you know, there will be a time at some point this fall, we're going to shift back to baseball a little bit. Fall ball will start. There will be a, a home game where they'll – they'll get their national championship rings and be recognized. No doubt about that. Um, you know, but it's uh, football. Football's the next story, and it's going to be football until baseball season starts next year. And that's not uh, I'm not downplaying basketball or issuing an indictment on, on Kermit's program at all. It's just that right now old Miss men's basketball – If anybody ever thought it was the second most popular sport on campus, well, they're wrong, and they're definitively wrong now. Ole Miss is a football, baseball, basketball school. And until we win big in basketball, that's how it's going to be. And, um, you know, I don't know what next year is going to bring, but I don't feel the warm and fuzzies about it considering the SEC is now one of the best basketball leagues in the country wasn't that way ten fifteen years ago you had four three four dominant teams if you're lucky, and then you had a pack of everybody else chasing them. That's not the way it is anymore. You're starting to see six seven s e c teams getting an NCAA tournament every year and um you know so I think Kermit and them have a have a have a tough uh road to hoe. Certainly not impossible, but um, those are your two biggest stories right now. Football is going to always be the biggest story. I mean, and that's not downplaying the national title right now. Baseball is the biggest story, but on an average on a 365 day year, football is the biggest story. Uh, I don't think anybody could argue against that, Uh, but you know, Hey, things are looking good. I look, somebody was on our board the other day. And they were asking a question. Hey, I think Ole Miss went to postseason in everything other than men's basketball. And so I looked it up. They did. Ole Miss was in the NCAA postseason in every sport they sponsor other than men's basketball. Now, how is that for a report card for your AD? Because ultimately, that's how he's judged. He wears that on the shoulder.
1: I agree, but I do uh, think that resources for basketball, I'm not talking about the Coliseum, I'm not talking about anything that tangibly uses the fan, the casual fan, see, or experience. I'm talking about recruiting infrastructure and all that stuff. Basketball does not have the resources of even the most committed women's basketball fan right now that will pay the money to go get players necessary. So I do think Ole Miss basketball, men's basketball, is at a distinct disadvantage. However, I agree with you, and I I think there's a real opportunity now for Ole Miss fans to expand the brand and in their own expectations um, what this fan base can be. And what I mean by that is I was talking to a bunch of fans when I was out in Omaha, different bars and stuff, And a lot of them had a very similar refrain. Many of them said the same thing. They said, um, if you give Ole Miss fans something to cheer for, this is what happens. Okay, well, that used to mean these are once-in-a-lifetime experiences, right? Um, So Ole Miss fans show up for these once-in-a-lifetime experiences because they're not used to this. It, It could not come around again. This could be the only time they ever... Get it. Well, now you've gotten it. You've gotten the Sugar Bowl and a national championship within months of each other. Can you show up and then bring more with you along to grow Ole Miss and make it even bigger to take that next step? Now that you've shown the on-field results in all sports except for men's basketball, but even men's basketball at least a couple of years ago, got to the NCAA tournament and they've gotten there so very few times in their history. The only the greatest accomplishment for God's sake in Old Miss Men's basketball history is making the Sweet 16 once. Once. That's ridiculous. It's laughably bad. Anyway, now you have a chance to yeah. grow the brand. Uh, Instead of showing up for these once-in-a-lifetime events, you've got these two events, these two one time uh this is all the only thing that matters is getting one of them. You've gotten both of them. Now can you show up even more and take it to the next level? I'm not saying you're going to be Alabama, but there there's definitely a a, a lane, I guess is what I'm trying to say. There's a lane now, a path now to maybe being Auburn as far as maybe one day not in the not so distant future winning a national championship with Lane Kiffin in football. It's not unrealistic anymore. It's happened.
2: Hey, guys, just want to tell you this podcast, this crossover podcast is brought to you in part by S&J Custom Framing, where art is a gift of love. S&J Custom Framing is located at 1001 Van Buren Avenue in Oxford. Go see John Adams. John is the owner of S&J Custom. And let me tell you, it's the perfect place to go shopping for the Ole Miss fan Uh, Or even for yourself, because you're Ole Miss fans as well. Ben, they've got great prints inside this store of Ole Miss football. Uh, Legendary prints. Dexter McCluster. Chad Kelly. The Mannings. uh, You name it, and they have it at S&J Custom Framing. As well as they can frame any Ole Miss memorabilia or non-Ole Miss memorabilia that you'd like great selections of mats and frames in there. John's always willing to work with you on the pricing of things as well. And before we go, let me tell you about their pottery. Peach tree pottery, beloved pottery, crossroad pottery. Uh just some incredible gifts in there. Next time you're in town for the weekend and you're looking for a place uh, to buy some old-mess merchandise and art, even pottery, Go visit John Adams at S&J Custom Framing, 1001 Van Buren in Oxford.
1: This podcast is also brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do for retirement or if you're ever actually going to be able to retire? Well, if so, give my friend Thomas Chandler a call. He specializes in retirement and investment planning and loves helping people plan for their dream. And He can offer you pretty much anything you could possibly need from mutual funds to employee benefits, college savings plans. Give him a call, 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And start taking control of your future today with Thomas Chandler. If you haven't already, subscribe, review this podcast on iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. I do not care what you say. Ben, you're too loud. Ben, you're too obnoxious. Ben, you keep interrupting. Whatever it might be, leave a five-star review. This podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions in Spotify or SoundCloud, iTunes, you name it. We're there, Stitcher. I write for the Omas Spirit, OmasSpirit.com, and On 3com David writes for Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 247 Sports. Let's hear from a couple of more proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. Your Omas Baseball Rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car? code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network.
3: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. No,
2: it's not unrealistic. You're right about that. Um, You know, much of it, much of success is going to depend, honestly, on how Ole Miss handles NIO. Until that changes, and I do think it's going to change to some extent, there has to be rules and regulations. There are none right now. Welcome to the wild, wild west. But um, it's going to be how much money you can raise in the name of NIL and where that money is placed. Because you can't go 100% in on all sports and ignore everything else. You just can't do it. Uh, that's not the formula that's going to get you a well-rounded athletic program that's going to compete on all stages. Um you know, so I, I think that's that's one of the big keys that's technically outside the realm of the university. But um you know, so that's up to the fans, to the boosters in terms of uh how they're gonna place their money and how much they're gonna place in each individual sport. Um, you know, because now look you can you can go out and buy an athlete, right? You brought up Jaden Rashada. I mean you know, the price was ex- exorbitant. So, Ole Miss looked the other way.
1: Miami got it. Make Did, that does, make sense to that... me, by the way, because here's something I was talking no, about. No, it and...
2: makes perfect sense.
1: Well, hold on, though. Hold on, though. Hold it on. Makes... I'm talking about in general Nico getting paid all that money from Tennessee, Jaden Rashada from Miami. I think Ole Miss has played it, or Lane Kiffin and his strategy with Ole Miss that can't compete at that level for high school prospects. Ole Miss doesn't need that prospect out of high school to go to the Sugar Bowl. Lane Kiffin saw this. He got Jackson Dart at a discount, for God's sake. Would you rather have Jackson Dart or Jaden Rashada at whatever Ole Miss paid with Realtree, which wasn't nearly what Jaden Rashada got, or Jaden Rashada coming out of high school, still with the opportunity to leave in a year? He has his one-year penalty-free transfer. I don't get schools paying these numbers these ridiculous numbers to high schoolers, to high schoolers. I I get giving them money. I want them to get money, but that money should be earmarked for the Jackson darts and top end transfers. They're the ones going to impact winning more than those guys.
2: Well, here's the general rule of thumb on that. If one school is stupid enough to do it, rest assured, everybody else that can do it is going to do it. And And that's just the bottom line. And what Lane did with the portal last year, you're correct, was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, how the money was distributed, and uh, and the players that he bought in brought in. But you are going to have years where the transfer portal is not as good as what it was uh, uh, this past season, and you are also going to have a uh, a situation where other schools aren't stupid. They uh, they knew they, they 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 certainly realized what Ole Miss did, and at that point they're going to start doing it just like Ole Miss did.
1: It. Yeah, and reallocating that nine and a half million to Jaden Rashada towards a baller transfer class instead, and then spending a little bit less on a player who is maybe not Jaden Rashada to you, but is Marcel Reed is uh, whoever oh. is that right? Yeah, that guy for you.
2: Correct. That's exactly right. And, um, you know, so we're, we're,
1: you know,
2: look, it's like being a whirling dervish and a tempest. Nobody knows where this is going, where it's going to bounce, when somebody's going to make a rule that says we're going to change this NIL and transfer portal stuff at this point.
1: But after a title, there is now a pathway for Ole Miss to be that every year contender in all sports, but basketball is going to be harder. Um, it all comes back to NIL, but and being forward-thinking in approaching strategy like Lane Kiffin, adapting. So once those schools do come in, float in, go, wait, why are we paying $9.5 to Jade Rashada when almost just got Jackson Dart, Zach Evans, so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so for less yeah, money but, but that look, one than that one player?
2: Here's the deal, though. You know, you're talking about, layers of the onion here. There are so many things that go wrong and can go wrong and are going to go wrong with these crazy NIL deals, okay? Number one, people who are putting the money in for the NIL, they're going to miss on players just like coaches miss on players and always have missed on players. So you've got a kid here that you've paid a million dollars to and then all of a sudden he wasn't worth a million dollars, but in his NIL contract, you're paying him a million bucks for as long as he's here doing whatever he's doing. And a million is just a round number, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, the pressure on that coach to run that kid out from the program is going to be tremendous. I'm not just talking about old Miss, any program in the country, name them. It all applies. And, um, you know, and, and then, you know, just generally thinking, how wise is it? And, and Ben, you've covered recruiting longer than I have. How wise is it to give these guys a million bucks when they're 18 years old and stick them on a college campus? How many of them are going to stay focused on why they got the million bucks and why they're on the college campus, and and, and deal with things in the appropriate way? Because not as many as we would like to think have a good support system around them to advise them and, 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 and tell them, Hey, you need to do this. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Spend it here. Don't spend it here. There are just so many layers. I mean, we've already seen guys who have signed NIL deals driving quarter million dollar cars, 18 year olds doing this. So you know, how's it going to bounce? I mean, man, you've opened Pandora's box. And, um, you know, and, and, and again, it, it's been opened because of the NCAA's greed. They wouldn't make these kids employees, pay them a decent wage. So this is what they got from it. Now, I'm all for the kids getting everything they can. I'm just trying to be real here. There are a lot of freaking issues, okay? Regardless of how much real tree paid, to get Jackson Dart here? If Jackson Dart starts against Troy and throws four interceptions and the Rebels are upset, how are they going to feel about their investment at that point? And it just adds something. And what about the fan angst, okay? I mean, we see social media and how brutal it can be to our players. Well, what if the fans know this guy's got a fat NIL deal and he's sucking it up? They're going to torture this guy. Online, in the stands, because now I'm a fan in the stands, and quarterback whoever is making eight million a year, and he's throwing interceptions, and my team's losing, I'm going to let him have it. I mean, it, it's just, it's just a. We haven't seen what this is going to do to college football yet.
1: Well, to put a nice little button on it, I got two things. One. Talking to my buddy, he was out cutting my yard, fixing my yard for me. Huge old Miss fan, and he was talking about Jayden Rashad. buddy
2: you got there!
1: Oh man, that's a great buddy. Well, he's the best. He's the best lawn care guy ever. So like, I'd I'd put whatever he wants to charge, man, I I would pay it anyway. So yeah, he wasn't doing it for free. Come on now, none of us doing things oh, for I free. Come on now. Anyway, so um we were talking about Jayden Rashad and Arch Manning, and in the old days of fandom and coverage, media coverage. Arch Manning's monumental decision to commit to Texas would have stopped literally everything in in college sports news. Everything. And yet it was just another day. It was a it was a Tuesday, the same day Ole Miss lost to Arkansas, I think. Or no it wasn't, I'm sorry. It was the day Ole Miss won and beat Arkansas to advance to the uh, championship round of the College World Series. Yeah. And Ole Miss fans, I mean, old days, I mean, the devastation after Peyton, the anticipatory um, nervous energy for Eli, dealing with Texas with them too. And Arch commits to somewhere else, and there isn't this devastation. Winning a title in baseball is a part of it, but also it's the culture we're in now. So if these schools, if you're Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, the strategy is let these schools go and not uh, really allocate their money in the most efficient and best way, and let's take our limited pool that's smaller than Miami or smaller than Texas or whatever, and go get these guys when they exercise their one-year penalty-free transfer. And what I was telling him, my buddy, I was like, look, Jaden Rashada commits to Miami, but so what? Quinn Ewers, like Jaden Rashada... Got the biggest NIL deal last year and went to Ohio State. And Texas fans were incredulous. Oh my God, we lost Quinn Ewers. And who is their starting quarterback this year? Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a, it's a small world. So man.
1: okay, Jaden Rashada. Uh, you know Jade Rashada, Arch Manning, whichever one of those guys decides. You know what? I'm going to try uh, to see what the market is now that I've been in college for a year after I got my big deal. Ole Miss can enter that. It can enter that market to add to their value, try to compete in that market, but it can't compete with nine and a half million for one kid out of high school. So it's not the same impact for ours to commit because the entire culture is different. The entire culture is different. And then the last thing I want to say, Ole Miss fans have an opportunity here to step up and really um, compete in that NIL framework. And that even in basketball, and they're doing that, in basketball, they got 14 players that, they don't have they only have 13 scholarships for 14 players. So one player is going to be making just money off of NIL and being a walk on. You can do that now. And Omus fans have to step up to do that. In baseball, Omus has landed an impact transfer from Florida and they're going to land even more. They're going to be active because now Omus fans are up in that commitment financially and they've already done it in football. Now that it's happened and shown this that Omus can do it with a Sugar Bowl and with a title and they can do it on an every year basis within months of each other. Ole Miss fans, you have an opportunity to take that next step, to get it to the next level. You've shown you've done it already, so now do it even more. Make Old Miss what you always wanted it to be because now it can be done. They've proven that it can be done. Do it even more. That's your headline for today's podcast. That's it. Happy early birthday. How old are you? Well, right
2: now I'm 50, but I'll be 51 Monday.
1: Oh, boy. Do you feel 51 yeah. today? I've got gout in my right foot, so, oh, yeah. Wow.
2: Heck yeah.
1: Yeah, yep. I yeah. forgot about the gout.
2: Right here at the 51st birthday, and uh, yeah, it is. It's an old man problem. But, but you're um, young at
1: heart, and we still do this podcast together, and we'll keep doing it. When you get back, you're going to be well relaxed. You're going to be ready for almost football. We're in the uh, final, like, little quiet period, two weeks. This is like the only dead period of the sports year. Two weeks. And then SEC media days, were off again for another year. So enjoy it. Enjoy your time away. And let's do it again yeah. when you get home.
2: Hotty chatty, everybody.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.